You're in the mix with Satoshi's journal. Welcome to Bitcoin Beats. Get ready to be dazzled by a spectacle of Bitcoin music and Bitcoin education. This is for you, Africa. Fix the money, fix the world. Don't forget to check out satoshisjournal.com. Enjoy the show. Um, and so no one knows how far this thing will go. But I think it's safe to say that um, and one way to, to maybe interpret this is we, what I just described to you earlier, actually, about the knighthood falling in the wake of a technological change, right? A, a relatively simple change. We just figured out, hey, we can use this powder to create a controlled explosion and send a tiny metal ball really fast out of this pipe to kill a guy at 100 yards. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty sophisticated technology, but you wouldn't foresee all of the, the repercussions and second order consequences of that change that it would have on institutions and society. So another thesis of the book, which I think is very apt, is that our social institutions, our mythological realities, our artistic realities come to reflect the technologies we use day to day, right? There, there's, we're, we're, what is, there's a book on this that says that humans are basically natural born cyborgs. So the tools we use today, the tools of trade we use today to engage with one another and engage with the world are fundamentally different than they were 25 years ago, 50 years ago, 75 years ago, 100 years ago. And that technological change has an influence or impact on our biological Darwinian adaptive changes as well. Like we are changing too. You know, Winston Churchill has this old quote that we make our buildings and then our buildings make us. You know, there's another quote that human nature is like water. It takes the shape of its container. So we're constantly, the, the, the force of humanity is like a, a liquid of some kind. And whatever things we have created for ourselves, whether they are tools, whether they are institutions, whether they are cultural um, ways of being. I mean, these things actually shape and pattern our thoughts, how we engage with the world, et cetera, et cetera. So um, this particular transition has been radically accelerated by COVID-19. I mean, that's another, I think a big obvious point most people won't take as too contentious is like, okay, we're on this pathway. We've got Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, digital, you know, the most valuable companies in the world, fastest growing companies in the world. They've eaten all the media. Digital technology is very disruptive. But then something else happened in March 2020. When, and I would argue that this was the first sign of the state realizing its own existential threat of this technology. It's like, oh my goodness, we're losing, the nation state model is losing control because it's premised on an antiquated media technology, which is basically um, broadcast and paper, right? Hey guys, uh, if you can hear me and my mic and sound audio is coming in clearly, can you just give me some thumbs up emojis or do they give you the thumbs up? Yeah, I think you guys can do thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up or thumbs down if things are good from my audio quality here. When I'm talking, had some technical problems yesterday. Just want to make sure. I think I figured it out. Okay, cool. Um, gonna keep it going. Uh, I got this clip from Breedlove that's we've been listening to called This is Why We No Longer Need the State. 
and I thought it was really interesting. Um, we're three minutes in. There's about ten more minutes left in it. So I'm going to uh, just play a little bit of music in between segments of the clip. And, yeah, we'll have a good show. It's going to be a short show today. We're probably just going to go to the top of the hour. Um, going to a dinner tonight with some Bitcoiners. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a, kind of a pre-dinner for the big meetup happening in Boston tomorrow. So got to get Bitcoin Beats done earlier today so I can go to that. But I'm happy doing the show. Glad you guys are here. Seeing some regulars in the audience. So thank you for being part of Bitcoin Beats and keep stacking sats. And I hope you enjoy the show. I only love Bitcoin money. All the other money trying to bring me down. I'ma short the dollar right to the ground. Buying every dip for the big discount. Cause I only love Bitcoin money. All the other money trying to bring me down. I'ma short the dollar right to the ground. Buying every dip for the big discount. Cause I only love Bitcoin money. Hopping on a plane, touchdown, get right to the big block boom. Mary, I sweep my room, life changed on my way to the pool. That's that eating effect. Now I'm in with the swans. Whip land rover, max gon' drive. I take off over. Please, no photos. Can't you see I got the red lanyard on? Bitcoin OG, I'm the big whale down. Might shoot to your mom. Jim song, write book, and I write song. Noobs getting boarded on. Stack sats when I play this song. Please stack long, real big long. Yeah. Might fuck around and get a new passport. Have Katie hook it up. 150 St. Kitts, too tough. Gotta have it cause the space is getting rough. I shit, risk it, bro, you know me. All in one thing, BTC. Never could fuck with KYC. Coinbase and Robin Hook and Schlappy suck my D. Cause I only love Bitcoin money, no shit coin money. Multi sick Discoin dummy. Ain't never finna touch something I don't have. Big boat next to you can ask my dad. I only love big Bitcoin money. Stuck on all the other money trying to bring me down Now I'm short the dollar right to the ground Buying every dip for the big discount Shout out my man's Gary, said he holding it down Him and Surfer Jim, coolest boomers around Aping into Bitcoin with every dollar they found A rabbit hole goes deeper than that, and that's facts I fell down in it somewhere in the past Before I knew it, I had traded all my cuck bucks fast And then Bitcoin dumped, cause it be like that But I hold it on into the night, it's alright Now look at where we at, Mr. Hard Time High Pigs gon' fly, bears gon' die, plebs gon' cry Traded all they money for some shit coins Damn bro, you should've hold a Bitcoin Oh you mad, cause I traded all my cash And I held on through the crash And I every morning stack And it turned into a bag And I'm stunting on your ass, mm, yeah Nothing I could do about it all my followers, they knew about it. But who about it? Not many at all. On the sidelines, waiting for the price to fall. You talking real, real crazy, but no nothing at all. Sound money is the pitch. Gotta put an end to all the currency to print. And depressing government. How they jail little man, but the bank is innocent. Don't trust verify, man, that's my shit. Run a Bitcoin node, I cannot edit it. I got a loaded open dime in my pocket. I can send it anywhere, you can't stop it. I only love Bitcoin money. All the other money trying to bring me down I'ma short the dollar right to the ground Buying every dip for the big discount Cause I only love Bitcoin money All the other money trying to bring me down
fuck Bcash, BSV, Tron, EOS, fuck Roger Ver, fuck Craig Wright, fuck him. Uh, governments are notoriously terrible at adapting digital technology. Um, you know, we could talk about China later, but all of a sudden, and this was also in the sovereign individual, predicted that once nation states awakened to the existential threat that digital technology imposed, they would use something like a global pandemic to reinforce the validity of their borders, to try and flex and take back control. And I'll be damned if that's not what we just didn't see over the past two years. So COVID was an accelerant. Bitcoin, I think, is perhaps the most single most disruptive digital technology we're ever going to see in our lifetimes. Um, a lot of people would say the internet in general is the most disruptive technology we've ever seen. And essentially, Bitcoin is just an extension of the internet. We've had in the internet, if you define it properly, it's a stack of open source protocols for moving information around the world without asking anyone's permission. So it's the ultimate forum for free informational exchange. We can all create a website without asking any permission. I can send you encrypted messages that no one can stop. You know, we can, it, it's, a, um, it's a brand new territory, if you will, that it's an ungovernable territory. Bitcoin has just added to that domain. The, instead of it just being informational, we now have uh, a place to store and transmit economic value across time and space not just information so let me let me ask because this is we're going to start to pivot here i think so but i want to stay i want to stay before pivot completely to what is money mm. um your point that um the the ability to what what's the term that you use in terms of violence the person who Controls violence. Who's the control of violence? Yeah, you could, you could say yeah, the monopolist on violence. The, monop the monopoly on violence. The state, yeah. The intent in a good world is that the monopoly of violence would be there to keep the bad people out and so, to secure the welfare and largely the asset base, the the value um, for for the citizenry or the collective for whom it's wielded on behalf of whom it's wielded. However, there are incentives for those that are running the power and owning or managing the power to do things that are self-interested. But so let's get to the point. So if gunpowder brought down the previous system where the knight was providing certain security and welfare of some kind for the serfs, um, today would say that Again, and I'm sticking with I'm sticking for the time being in um, the realm of governance, government states that are would be considered to be good states, I guess, more free states, dem democratic if if democracy is a good thing. But if we if we say that democracy is the best form of governance we've got right now, it provides the most freedom. So let's stay in that world right now. The the government has the monopoly on power on, on violence, and they are the ones that have the monopoly on monetary power on, on monetary policy and on taxation, right? All in theory for the good of 
the 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 citizenry. How does cryptology, specifically cryptology, equate to gunpowder? Hmm. That's a great question. So let me first clarify the purpose of government or the state. I think a useful analogy would be something like a firewall in that you want a firewall on your local area network, right? So you can make sure no outside forces or alien forces invade and steal any data or anything you have in your local area network. Well, that's effectively what a state is doing in physical reality, right? The things we call national borders are just firewalls um, between different communities of people effectively. And the express and sole purpose of these firewalls in the economic sense, is to preserve... Terrific analogy, by the way. Uh, I, that, that analogy, just the more it sits, it's, it's a great analogy. Firewall borders. <laughs> First time I've used it, actually. Yeah. Um, the express purpose of that firewall that we call the government or the state in physical reality is to preserve private property, which I'll reiterate to define property. It's not the thing. It's not the asset. It's the relationship between the individual and the asset. Right? When you own your car, the car is not property. Your title to the car, that it's mutually acknowledged and enforceable, that's the property. Right. So the express purpose of, of government is to preserve that relationship, which also includes, as we said earlier, your personhood, you are your own most personal property, and the rule of law, which gives us a means of nonviolent dispute resolution when dispute inevitably occurs. Because there are unlimited wants and limited resources, and that's the situation humanity is in. So that, that was just to clarify the state. Now, as we said earlier, in the economics of violence, the more profitable coercion is, the more a large central state will tend to grow. But what, and this is where, so we described how gunpowder changed things, but let's talk about Bitcoin. Bitcoin's some quite different, actually, than gunpowder, clearly. Um, you can't shoot people with Bitcoin. And Bitcoin is much more of a, you could classify it as a defensive technology rather than an offensive technology, in that it effectively takes the cost of defending your property, which is your relationship between you and the asset, your property and money, it takes the cost of that to near zero. So if you custody your own Bitcoin, it's just a you know, alphanumeric string called the private key. You've basically taken physical custody of an asset that no one in the network, the mining, you know, miners, holders, no one in the Bitcoin network, no one in the broader global macro network can do anything about. No one's opinion can affect or change your property right in that money. Meaning that, especially if your Bitcoin, specifically if your Bitcoin is held in a multi-sig custody schema, it can't be confiscated. You can't even be coerced. You can't even be tortured to give it up because if it's in a multi-sig, well, it takes three or five. There's a certain number of days. There's all these protocols in place that prevent you from relinquishing your Bitcoin under duress. You're in the mix with Satoshi's journal. Welcome to Bitcoin Beats. Get ready to be dazzled by a spectacle of Bitcoin music and Bitcoin education. This is for you, Africa. Fix the money, fix the world. Don't forget to check out satoshisjournal.com. Enjoy the show. 
and promoting Bitcoin Cash as uh, the best digital currency. For what would Bitcoin 2.0 look like? If I put an NFT out, I can make a hundred bajillion dollars. Don't be a sheep. That's how they fleece you. Welcome to the world of crypto shillers be deceitful. Claiming their invention is the next big DeFi. Don't you know that proof of stake basically means centralized? Selling you them JPEGs, telling you it's worth it. But is it scarce if they can flip it and reverse it? Fool, if they ask you for trust, well that's a red flag. Insiders be cashing out while you hold on to dead trash. Thinking you can make it out the top with some mad cash. But they be front running the rally with pre-mined stats. Yo Ethereans, listen to your king talk, telling you there'll be another motherfucking hard fork. Do as he says, cause if not, there'll be no recourse. Classics paid the price of challenging Vitalik's dark force. All different by name, but under the hood, they're really all the same. Building new class systems where they can be king while changing the rules to bail out their friends. Sound familiar? Take a look at our economy. Feds and their mates rule over dollar hegemony. Welcome to the world of fiat bankers be deceitful. Money printer go brr. Yeah, that's how they fleece you. Lying that inflation is great to quell the impact while they front running you on accumulating assets. How the 1% get richer through the cantillon effect. Another way of saying they steal value from their subjects. Money printer token minter playing god but they're all sinners Serious on game where there's few winners High time prep can't think past winter Traded bitcoin for shitcoin didn't ya So much loss listening to swindlers Should it all cost to keep it simpler All this time plebs warning ya Don't be a sheep That's how they fleece you Welcome to the world of crypto shillers be deceitful Welcome to the world of fiat bankers be deceitful Keep stacking stats and make the revolution peaceful Opt out We know that Bitcoin can't be inflated, which is the, the most liked way of states to violate people's property rights because no one understands it. And it has this weird uh, illusory effect of people thinking they're getting richer while the state is stealing from them, right? We just print money and dole it out to who we want. Those are the beneficiaries of the inflation. Those that are uh, the victims of the inflation are those living basically paycheck to paycheck, depending on the dollar to store value. And those holding assets will also benefit to some extent in that they're the price of your house, the nominal price of your house is going up, the nominal price of your stock portfolio is going up, et cetera, et cetera. So there's this weird illusion, illusory or illusion effect that inflation has. That it's, a, it's a systemic violation of property rights, but it has this weird psychological impact on people that just because they have more dollars or they have more, a larger number on their brokerage statement or whatever it is, they think they're richer when in fact they're being robbed, right? It's the, the dollar itself is being diluted, not um, the value of their, their assets being increased. So Bitcoin is something that takes that cost of defense in the property we call money to near zero. And again, if the express and sole purpose of government is to preserve property rights, money being the most important property of all, right? It's one half of every transaction. All of a sudden, we've taken away half of the relevance of government. We no longer need government to preserve the relationship between an individual and their money. You now have the Bitcoin mining network. And if you, if you tie into that as well, that since March 2020, uh, I think governments worldwide are generating about one half of their revenue via inflation. So... Governments can send you a direct tax bill 
or they can print money. These are the two ways governments generate revenue. Well, Bitcoin has kind of closed that second window in a way. I mean, clearly governments can still print money. It's still going to work for ten, you know, years, decades, however long it's going to take. But in the long run, there is no rational economic actor given a choice that will voluntarily hold a currency that can be arbitrarily debased or depreciated when they have an option to hold one that cannot be. One that cannot be confiscated, cannot be inflated, cannot be stopped, cannot be reversed. It's just immune to all opinion. And ultimately, that's the point of money. I want, if I'm going, if I'm an entrepreneur and I go into the marketplace and I want to take risk with my capital in pursuit of a return, I'm taking real risk, right? I might lose money, but if I make money, if I'm profitable, if I render a good and service that people deem satisfactory and I do it in a profitable way, well, then I want to secure my wealth and my net worth in the counterparty risk minimized or said differently, trust minimized asset. And that is a, a definition of money. Like the place you can put your economic energy that is maximally insulated from all the actions and opinions of others. That's what money is intended to be. And that's what Bitcoin is effectively perfected.
mix with Satoshi's journal. Welcome to Bitcoin Beats. Get ready to be dazzled by a spectacle of Bitcoin music and Bitcoin education. This is for you, Africa. Fix the money, fix the world. Don't forget to check out satoshisjournal.com. Enjoy the show. The part from the fourth turning, one of the things that he mentioned was this idea of weak men create hard times, hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men. And the last time we've had this type of scenario was World War II, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you believe in that? And, and we, we actually, at the, at the very end of that conversation, we came to this like kind of conclusion, which was with Bitcoin, we finally have the tool to finally break that cycle, right? And it's that cycle of learning that you need to go back on a sound money, right? And that, that lesson takes sometimes 100 years, 150 years, right? Yeah. And I think we're slowly starting to learn that lesson with all this pain. I think Bitcoiners already know, but I'm talking about the NPCs. Right. And, you know, uh, if, <clears throat> if you hear Jeff Booth talk about it, he said there's just no choice. Mm-hmm. Like, event, There's just no choice. This is the only direction it can go. All paths lead to Bitcoin. All paths lead to Bitcoin, you know. Um, and I agree. Uh, the fourth turning, I do, I do believe from what I know and what I've heard about it, I do, I do believe that's where we are. And this echoes 1940 more than it echoes 70, uh, by far it's it. So it, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, and it's unfortunate, but here we are, here we are 80 years again, 80 years later, here we are. And this, this experiment with fiats, this is all anybody's known that's, that's alive, you know? They've only known the fiat experiment, um, but that's not true. Who's alive? But anybody in our little world here, like we've only known the 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 the, the fiat experiment. You know, I mean, unless you were born in the '40s, or I mean, it's just it's insanity. So, yeah. What's up, everybody? Just wanted to welcome you all to Bitcoin Beats. We're having a good time going to be a shorter show today. We've got about a half hour left, but I just want to welcome Jeff to the stage. MS Bitcoin, how you doing, dude? I'm about to have some dinner with you in a couple hours. I'm looking forward to it. Not sure if uh, Jeff is AFK or not, but we'll keep the clip going. And, uh, Thank you to the listeners. I know I see a lot of regulars uh, in the crowd, some new people as well. This is Bitcoin Beats. We do our show every day, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern. We play a lot of Bitcoin music, a lot of Bitcoin education, always trying to keep it fresh, trying to keep it real with you guys, trying to have some fun, trying to relax, turn off your brains, and just listen to quality Bitcoin content. Occasionally, we'll have special guests and speakers. If you want to come up, you can request the mic. If you want to say something, just put your hand up. I'll get you in between the clips. We can have a conversation. Kind of just take it, see where it goes every day. And um, we try to have one special guest a week. I've kept true to that promise since starting five weeks ago. We've had one special guest. We've had the crypto couple. We had Pleb Music Max on yesterday. Uh, We had um, Connor, Captain Youth. loco of course who's in the who's a listener right now from stack chain we had him as a special guest as well that was awesome and uh also tip nz who's another famous uh bitcoin songwriter and she's really talented as well 
So we're going to keep it going. Uh, I'm going to continue this clip. It's um, Nico from Simply Bitcoin speaking to James Lavish. All paths lead to Bitcoin. Oh, man. So, James, what, and again, not financial advice, right? But if you were to anticipate what is going, you know, Ron Paul has the theory of the crack up boom. Uh, if you were to anticipate what, and I, I, I'm a big believer in the fact that I think a lot of things are going to happen in the next five to 10 years that are going to define lifetimes, right? Um, are we going to see a break? What, what is your expectation for the U.S. economy? Has the, mark, has the, the stock market hit a bottom? Do you believe we're going to go back down to the 2,500 levels? I've heard that about so where, where where what are your thoughts on all that well i'm i'm, I'm not going to make a prediction on the on the markets but i can tell you that i do think that we go lower i do think that there's more pain ahead of us i do think that the markets are, are ahead of themselves and they they're the, the the thing to watch is the bond markets bond markets know they're sniffing this out the rates are going up and that means that the market's going low. the stock market the equity markets are going lower that also means that there's there's risk that bitcoin and gold go lower you know, so what do you do? Well, you know, for me, I think it's prudent. This is me and, and everybody's got a different investment profile. So you have to, you have to take this with a huge grain of salt. This is not for everybody. It depends on how old you are, how much, how much you have in savings, what assets you have, what your income is. They're all huge inputs to all this. However, I think it's prudent to have some cash right now. I do. I think it's prudent to have some as you pick away as this thing as this thing bottoms out and you pick away uh, you know a little bit at a time and you and you find those super high conviction investments that you believe that once we do come out on the other side of this next year that will take off because once they do you won't get a chance to buy them at these levels they'll just be gone so it will turn I do believe we'll have you know this kind of We'll bump around these levels and go lower, and then we'll we'll have like a hockey stick recovery out of it, you know. Um, and that's 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 what I believe, because I think that once the Fed Fed does make it clear that they're that they're pausing or pivoting, it's game on. Because everybody knows the money printer goes, and when the money printer goes, M two expands, and when the MT money supply expands, things like stocks. Bitcoin, gold, they all go up and fast. And I think that Bitcoin's going to lead the way. Hey, I think we got uh, Jeff back. Jeff, are you there? You got to unmute. Hey, you do you hear me? Sorry for the delay. Hi, guys. Oh, geez, I cannot hear you on my end. Uh-oh. No, I uh, my mic is on is on. I can hear I can hear you kind of, but you're very low. That's it's a problem on my end. Sorry, go ahead, Jeff. Well, I'm going to move to a different position. Maybe that will improve. Does that sound any better, guys? No, you're good. You're good. We can hear you. Never. So, uh, first of all, thanks. Uh, the music's been unbelievable. Thanks for inviting me up. I'm uh, getting ready to head off. Uh, we're get, having a small gathering tonight before. Before uh, tomorrow night's uh, big Bitcoin mass adoption meetup in uh, in Boston area, so we're very excited. Uh, Greg Foss is driving down as we speak from Toronto, 
And uh, he's going to be delivering Jason Lowry to the stage tomorrow night. And Jason's going to present his uh, thesis from MIT to us. And then uh, uh, the crowd is happy because he's going to open it up to questions at the end. And I, there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of questions for Jason. So it should be uh, it should be very interesting and exciting. Can't wait, man. Can't wait. Um, yeah, I'll let you go. I just I'm glad you hopped up to say hey, but I know you got a lot to get ready for, and I will see you shortly, man. Can't wait. Uh, awesome. Appreciate it. Bye, guys. Have a great night. Take care. Thanks for stopping in. Of course. Bye. All right, folks. Well, that was interesting because <laughs> I have my iPhone hooked up. It's like an iPhone SE from like maybe 10, 11 years ago. And I could hear him coming through on that phone because I have my need creation set up to that. So I knew he was talking, but it's not coming through my headphones. So technical difficulties, as always, on Twitter spaces. But I'm going to keep it going. This next song I haven't played in, in, a, in a long time um, for Bitcoin Beats. It's called Welcome to the Blockchain. The Bitcoin song. We're now standing on the precipice of a global revolution of economics, politics, and government. Welcome to the blockchain. Power corrupts. Money is power. The power to control the money is one that is now in the hands of those who pretend we can't function without them. So how can we do something about it? Working hard to get a raise, lifting that wage up. Inflation takes it like a hidden taxation. Manipulated interest rates to give the banks a way to create money with the loans that they're giving out daily. That means our money is dead, that we gotta pay back more than a hundred percent. No wonder then why the middle class is going under when the ones above them gotta cover and come to collect. And many have no access to banking, making payments or saving, so more fees are taken. And every day the gatekeepers are trying to stop change. We cannot wait. Welcome to the blockchain. And the currency is its first enterprise ever Secured by the worldwide incentivized network Can't be stolen or controlled by any size effort You can send it anywhere and instantly No one can intervene, no third party in between There's no counterfeiting algorithms Control the outer limits of how many coins can get released Programmable money, no government can seize it Payments can be customized by sender and receiver Contracts written, cementing your agreements With terms that can't be bound once you consent and it completes it Autonomous businesses are possible where profit is distributed amongst those adopting it Paradigm shift, we must adjust to the end And with the blockchain, Bitcoin is just the beginning Welcome to the blockchain Things are about to change
that I love from Beauty On in, in the show notes, guys. So you guys can definitely read them for yourself. But here's one that I think people should read. And we say this all the time, that the Bitcoin price doesn't matter. There's only one one way of this game going on, and it's pure adoption of Bitcoin. So maybe Beauty On, you can jump in and elaborate more, and then we can roll this one out. Well, the, uh, the price of Bitcoin doesn't matter at all, because if you're going to use Bitcoin uh, for sending money from A to B, if you do it quickly enough, the price of Bitcoin fluctuating doesn't have any effect on it. So in that use case, if you have a business that's properly designed, the Bitcoin price is irrelevant because you're using it as a money transport. And that was the, uh, the thrust of that article, that it is possible to make a business uh, model that eliminates the um, price fluctuation as a factor in anybody's use of Bitcoin. So if, if anybody can, well, for I can imagine a use case like that, that means there must be a lot other ones that I haven't imagined. And it just means that people have to spend the time to develop them. So we can't throw out Bitcoin and say that it's useless, it's no good, like that uh, very silly Jemima woman said on the, on the stage the other day, because it's volatile now. And if you've seen a graph of the Bitcoin volatility over time, it's going down like this of like 45 degrees. So eventually it, the volatility is going to get to essentially zero. And so in order to get there, you've got to build these businesses right now. You've got to start building, thinking about them, testing them, putting them in front of the public. And as Bitcoin spreads and becomes the money, then one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin and you know a, a fraction of Bitcoin equals a sneaker today, tomorrow, and six months from now, and even years from now. That means you can save your stored wealth in Bitcoin with the sure knowledge that when in the future you want to spend it, it's going to be able to buy the same amount that you stored at the beginning. And there are a couple of nice charts uh, out there in the world that show that a cow, the price of a cow when priced in, bit, in, 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 in gold has been the same for thousands of years. So this is going to happen in Bitcoin, where the price of goods over many, many, many decades is unchanging. And that's what happens when you have a sound money in place in the market. And of course, Bitcoin is better than gold because it's mathematical and not chemical. So that's the, the, the thrust behind that article. Don't keep monitoring one about the price. The price is irrelevant. That Bitcoin actually is, is what's important, that you can go and download it yourself, be your own bank, quote unquote, send and receive money without anybody's permission instantaneously. That's what matters. And I don't know about anybody else, but if you've been signing up for bank accounts in the, the last five years. It is the most onerous, invasive, horrible, and disgusting process imaginable. With Bitcoin, all that goes away. All you have to do is download one of the ethical Bitcoin apps or download Bitcoin Core if you're that hardcore. And instantaneously, you can send money from your laptop or your desktop to anybody anywhere in the world in any amount. 
And the amount of Bitcoin you have is up to you and how you perform and the services you give to others in the free market. Who could possibly be against that? It's all good all the time. So it's very important not to be distracted by the naysayers, the computer illiterates, the frightened rabbits, the people who have a BA history degree and who work for the Financial Times, who don't know anything about, <laughs> anything about Bitcoin. No, honestly, this, you look these people up. They all have the wrong degrees. And you notice that they never get articles written by anybody who's actually in Bitcoin, who actually knows what they're talking about, mm -hmm. uh, to write in the Financial Times, because they know you let these people out into the Financial Times writing something that makes irrefutable sense, it's going to uh, damage the reputation of the Financial Times because they won't be able to uh, justify all the bad things they've been writing mm -hmm. uh, for ages. And also, <laughs> since I started, this idea that there is uh, two sides to every story, that uh, journalistic objectivity applies to math is insane. Mm. There is no objectivity in math. One plus one equals two. It always equals two. It never equals anything else. And Bitcoin is just math. Crypto assets, uh, you know, they're, they're highly volatile, see Bitcoin, and therefore not really useful as a store of value. And they're not backed by anything. They're more of an asset for speculation. So they're also not particularly in use as a means of payment. The key difference with the CBDC is the central bank will have absolute control. Does anyone know why? What, is there anything they've done? What is their job? What is any of their job? The central bank will have absolute control. Why and who, where? Absolute control. Why and who, where? I'm, I'm literally asking. Who's going to join the NSA blockchain? Why and Absolute who? Absolute control. Why and who? Where? Anybody want to jump on Fedcoin? It's more uh, a speculative asset that's, that's essentially a substitute for gold rather than for the dollar. What does that even mean? Because all they do is talk. Is there anything they've built? Do, does, is there one appliance that, that they have anything to do with? Have they come up with something even like the Rotato, which peels and slices a potato as you could? Like, is there one thing any of them have done? This would actually require government that can do IT. Absolute control. Does anyone have to ask credentials anymore? Why and who? Why and who? Where? Why and who? Absolute control. Why and who? Where? I'm, I'm literally asking. Who's going to join the NSA blockchain? Why and Absolute who? Absolute control. Why and who? Where? Anybody want to jump on Fedcoin? It's not money. It's math on a database. And so there is no object. There's no... Uh, two sides to it. There's no objectivity that you can apply to it saying it's not math, it is math. It is exactly what it is all the time. It never changes. And so if you try and bring this journalistic objectivity and uh, nuance and perspective doctrine of this uh, 2022, it doesn't work. It doesn't work with math because math isn't like that. And that's the problem when you have these liberal arts uh, journalists trying to write about mathematics they're not qualified to understand mathematics. They don't understand the fundamental uh, ideas in mathematics. That it's not uh, about it's not about speculation. It's not a science. Actually, it's not even a science because it's not about theory. Math is about facts, and Bitcoin, because it's based only on math, is about facts. 
And this is what's been missing in the money creation systems of the world since uh, the, went the gold, since the world went off of the gold standard, that money isn't based on facts anymore. But now because of Bitcoin, money is based on facts. Hold on. Did I just hear Beauty on call Bitcoin money? Because <laughs> he's always saying how it's not money, and he just said how Bitcoin wasn't money like a minute and a half ago. But now he said Bitcoin is money based on facts. We heard it here, guys. Beauty on admitted it. Bitcoin is money. It's based on facts even more so than the old money that used to be based on gold because the supply is literally fixed. It's not going to be, you can't go out and discover new gold mines and stuff like that. It's absolutely fixed. It's like a measure on a ruler. And I happen to have a ruler right here. And as you can see here, there are inches on here. These inches on this ruler don't change over time. They don't, mm -hmm. get, longer, they don't get longer. An inch is an inch. And a centimeter is a centimeter. And that's what's been brought to Bitcoin is an absolutely fundamental, unchangeable measure of value that you can use this database for. And this is the fundamental change that the Gutenberg Press that's being brought to economics. It's never existed before. And so even if you don't like it, man doesn't uh, go forward by being frightened. If this really is a new thing, a new thing that's never been seen before that could cause beneficial effects for the entire world, including the uh, effect of eliminating waste of the consumer society, this is something that needs to be treated very, very, very carefully. It's not something to be frightened of. It's like saying you shouldn't send probes to Mars because the Martians might get angry and they might come and invade us. Mm. You know, it's just not the way it works. So all these people who are frightened of Bitcoin, uh, they need to be quiet. They need to be quiet, they need to stop interfering with the activities of free people who are using this new ruler to measure things that they want to measure. And that's all they're doing. And so if you don't like it, well, you're free not to like it. It's not, you know, uh, some people don't like strawberries. Nobody's gonna force you to eat them. And nobody's gonna force you to use Bitcoin either. You can't come and tell us not to use Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to understand. We're not going to stop using Bitcoin because you're frightened of it. It's not going to happen. If we fail, if the fundamental uh, premise and ideas behind Bitcoin are wrong and we fail, well, we are the ones who failed and not you. And, you, and the fiat system will carry on and good luck to you. And if we're right, then we have changed the world for the better. And guess what? You get come along for free. You heard it here, guys. Beauty on just said, if you don't like Bitcoin or you're afraid of it, just be quiet. <laughs> Very nice way to put it. Just just be quiet. Man, it's going crazy. This crude occurrence here, man. Man. I made a hundred racks off of Bitcoin. You could catch me trapping with the Bitcoin. You could catch me running up the Bitcoin. I spent six thousand on a Bitcoin. 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 I got Bitcoins. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I got Bitcoin. I spent six thousand on a Bitcoin. I made a hundred racks off of Bitcoin. I got on a computer and I bought a Bitcoin. 
I be so fresh when I pull up new form. Yeah. Baby girl, there for boyfriend, he too born. Whoa. Stacking no bitcoins, I got money pouring. Ooh. I'm doing shows, stacking those, I hit you feeling me. Ooh. I'm running up the bands on cryptocurrency. Yeah. Sending through the PayPal or the cash app. Yeah. Sending through the Bitcoin, watch my band stack. Yeah. I made a hundred racks off of Bitcoin. Off of Bitcoin. You can catch me trapping with the Bitcoin. With the Bitcoin. You can catch me running up the Bitcoin. Yeah. I spent six thousand on a Bitcoin. 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 I got Bitcoins. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I got Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I spent six thousand on a Bitcoin. Yeah. I made a hundred racks off of Bitcoin. Wake up in the morning, then I count my funds. Yeah. Running to that money like a marathon. I got Litecoins, Bitcoins, my favorite one. You can Guys, if you're halfway decent at math, you can definitely calculate Soldier Boy's cost basis just from this song alone. All you have to do, he just said he bought it at 6K. He made 100 racks, which is $100,000. And all you have to do is find out when this song was released. Backtrack a couple months, because it usually takes a couple months. It probably takes Soldier Boy about half hour to write the song, but then it probably takes a couple months for them to produce it and then release it. So backtrack two months from when it was released, find the price of Bitcoin. You know he bought enough to make a hundred thousand, um, and he bought it at six K. So you can definitely calc- you can you can do Soldier Boy's taxes for him, or or you could you know work for the IRS and bust him if he doesn't pay his taxes. Me winning, and you know that they can't tell me nothing. No. Stacking bitcoins, getting all this money. He think that he popping little homie stop. Stop. Money going up like the stock market. Flipping bitcoins and bought an Aston Martin. I'm a hustler. I be on the internet stacking. Made a million off of bitcoins. I went platinum. I'm getting to the cash and it's each and every day. If you don't do the same, please stay up out my way. I made a hundred racks off of bitcoin. You can catch me trapping with the bitcoin. You can catch me running up the bitcoin. I spent six thousand on a bitcoin. 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 I got bitcoins. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I got bitcoin. I spent six thousand on a bitcoin. I made a hundred racks off of bitcoin. So, Greg, it sounds like history is repeating itself. Um, and you look at history, it sounds like the same mistakes were just forgotten over time. And it looks like, you know, humanity believes in this case, once again, we could just print money out of nothing and everything will be all right. And then the consequences of that, whether, you know, it's the moral decay of society, you know, everyone says the, you know, the, the, the hidden tax of inflation, things get cheaper. They don't last as long. There's the famous example of the refrigerator that if you bought in 1950, that thing's still working today. And if you buy like a brand new Samsung refrigerator, that thing won't last two years. Um, So that being said, we're clearly going through a cycle. Some people buy into the fourth turning theory. Um, Where does Bitcoin fit in all this? Does does is Bitcoin position? Is it it, did it did it come in a time where we could finally break that cycle in humanity and we could just go on to a sound money standard. And the problem is that every time humanity goes on to a sound money standard, they start cutting corners a little bit, right? There's like, we get on a gold standard, you know, the, the founding, the, the early, the, the, the founding fathers learned this the hard way um, in the United States. And there's a lot of famous quotes 
by you know George Washington talking about how terrible fiat money is, it's because they experienced it themselves, right? Um, so, do you believe it's a, it's a two pronged question? Is Bitcoin going to break that cycle, and are governments going to allow that cycle to be broken? Because as Lawrence so beautifully said about last week, he said that the the that they would love to keep on the they would love to keep the privilege of being able to create a money that create a money for free that everybody else has to work for and the tremendous amount of power from having that privilege as well. So I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Well, firstly, a shout out to my friend uh, Larry Lapard. Uh, you know, he is a great um, a great thinker. Um, he he like me. Uh, we had the benefit. I, I will still not trade in my education at uh, Cornell University uh, because I, I actually thought I got my money's worth. And I probably think, and I can't speak for him, but Lawrence got his money's worth at Harvard uh, in the time that we schooled ourselves. When I say schooled ourselves, chose to go to the schools. The question about Bitcoin uh, breaking the cycle um, here's what I've said before, and I hope that you, uh, will appreciate this. When I graduated from Cornell, I was lucky enough to get a job back in, um, in Canada. I could have worked on wall street. I decided to stay in, uh, or return to Canada to work at Canada's largest financial institution. And it, the Royal Bank of Canada was actually technically insolvent at that time because of its Latin American debt exposure, okay? And very simply, in the late 1980s, because all global banks had lent too much money in U.S. dollars, they'd lent too much money to uh, third world or developing nations and those U.S. dollar loans could not be paid back because a U.S. dollar strengthening U.S. dollar caused those loan obligations to be so excessive that they couldn't pay them back, i.e. queue up the same situation that we have today, 35 years later. In 1988, my first job right out of Cornell, I went to the CFO and I said, oh, my God. We have a problem here. The Royal Bank of Canada, Canada's largest bank, is insolvent, which is to say if we had marked down the value of the loans we'd made to these countries to the trading price of the loans in the secondary market, the loan losses, which would have come out of our book value of equity, would have caused the book value of equity to go below zero. Holy moly, Nico. All right, guys, that was a little bit from Greg Foss, again, with Simply Bitcoin's Nico. And uh, I just wanted to end the show with a little bit of Foss, seeing as the big Boston meetup tomorrow is going to be featuring Foss, among many others, including Jason Lowry. It's going to be a great meetup. I'm definitely going to report back on it on Bitcoin Beats. So get ready for that. I'm going to finish uh, today's episode with Love Me Like a Bitcoin, because... Honestly, I just love that song, and <laughs> it's really catchy, and I kind of just want to hear it again. So um, thank you guys for joining today, and uh, keep stacking sats. 
fuck shit coins. Spread the word on Bitcoin Beats. Share the space. Even if it's just the recording, just find the link from Satoshi's journal handle. A lot of people do listen to the recording. Um, we get the stats on that, and it usually doubles the viewership, at least uh, just in just in people listening later. So people actually do listen to it later. I don't know who they are, <laughs> but it's cool that people still listen to it. Um, not when it's when we're not live. So definitely share the space. I really appreciate it. I'll see you guys in the Twitter DMs for the Bitcoin Beats Twitter DMs. If you're not in there, just message Need Creations up here. That's me or DJ Satoshi. We'll get you in that Bitcoin Beats private DM group. If you haven't checked out satoshisjournal.com, please check it out. You'll love it. All of our educational articles, you can listen to them too. There's a button you can press and you can listen to the article while you're doing other things. The narration is actually pretty good. Um, it's the best that I've seen. It's, uh, it sounds like a real human is reading it, which is kind of creepy, but it's pretty cool. The, the, the narration actually breathes too. You hear them the take breaths like as they read. It's, it's actually really creepy, but pretty cool. Um, so satoshisjournal.com, check out the things we're building. Join our Discord if you're on Discord. You can check out all our projects. We're finishing and almost ready to publish a children's book on Bitcoin where the uh, construction is underway of our Bitcoin village in Lagos, Nigeria. And we're going to be having a conference there in just about two and a half months, the end of March. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have a lot of great speakers from Africa and all over the world speaking to Nigerians. There's 200 million people in Nigeria and they have over 20% inflation and they had the e-Naira CBDC that the government is forcing on people. So they need Bitcoin. That's why we're, that's what Satoshi's journal is all about. We're all about, you know, spreading Bitcoin ad adoption. And right now we're focusing on Nigeria. So thank you guys again. I hope you have a great rest of your day gonna lead you off with like I said love you like a Bitcoin one of my favorites Constantly, mine is hashing blood.
Late.